Howdy folks, and welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue, and I love to read. And my name's Justin, and my wife's going to make fun of me today. Why? Because, here's the thing. I mean, yeah, but, like, why? <laughs> We're changing when the podcast is going to come out. Yeah. We're going from Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. If we're lucky. <laughs> we, tried to hit, we tried to hit Tuesdays. To Thursdays. Yeah. Thirsty Thursdays. If we're lucky. <laughs> Hopefully we get it. Which, that means we recorded last Tuesday, because we almost forgot. Mm-hmm. And now we're recording Wednesday of the next week. Okay. For those at home, I have no clue what's going on in the book. <laughs> I do not know where we are. I don't know the last thing that happened. I don't even know who we're following Justin, right now. That's my next question. Calm down. I didn't even ask yet. I know. I just know it's going to happen. Mm. Well, so that is the first thing is we are moving our release date to Thursdays, hopefully. But most folks, this is more of a bingeable podcast. So that yeah. doesn't really affect most of the people listening probably at this point. The second thing and thing I'm sure you've forgotten is what book won last week. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm telling... What do you think? I know. So what? It was um, Gold is Comp... Nope, nope. Destiny? Nope. Destiny? (sighs) Divergent and what else? I don't know. What else? Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bones and Shadow and Bones won, right? Yeah, they won. It was a 59 to 41. So Shadow and Bones won at 59%. Um... Which is good because that's the one I wanted to read. So now, if you're listening in order, which not most, I'm assuming most folks won't, it's between Golden Compass and Shadow and Bone. And honestly, I could go for either or. Do you think those dogs are picking up? I bet. No, who cares? I honestly could go for either or. I really like Golden Compass, and I think the adaptation on the show is really good for Golden Compass, but not as well known. As the Shadow and Bone. Um, Professor X, the new one, the young Professor X, he's in that show. Yeah. Um, That show makes him so hot. He's already really hot most of the time, but yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. The Golden Compass show. The Golden Compass show. Yeah. He's really hot. So we'll post that. An asshole? A dickhead. Oh, completely. A bad person? Completely. Super hot. Yeah. So, we'll vote on those, because I like both of them. I think the Shadow and Bone um, program has a lot of interesting, because they they did the Crow series at the same time, um, just because it it wouldn't have made sense logistically to do two separate series for that. It feels like a sci-fi original. Like, it's good, but it feels like they're on a soundstage, you know? It doesn't feel like they're in the world. Yeah, I think it's because it's so... Fan- it, it's like how the Avatar The Last Airbender movie did so poorly. Like, it's such an interesting concept. And, like, when powers are involved like yeah. that, it does much more, I guess, much better in a um, different field. Not field, I mean, like, media format. Like, 
um, digitally. Yeah. Like Avatar and Shadow and Bone. Because it, it's powers. It does great on the book. The powers anime, a- animated rock are way better. You're never going to be able to hit that better. in a physical format. Like if they put the quality that they did into the movies into uh, an animated Avengers. Yeah. Imagine how fucking cool that would be. Yeah. Like, if they really did it, did it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could honestly go for either Shadow or Bone or the Golden Compass. I like the Golden Compass a little bit more because I think it's funnier that the... If you don't know already, spoilers, the goal of the book is to kill God. Fuck yeah, baby. So I think that's really funny Something for a literal kid's book. And they have the Malefas. Does that make you want to or not want to? I don't know. Okay. They have They have feet. But they're wheels. That's true. <laughs> so we'll put that on TikTok. Um, check that out and vote if you want. And if you're not already, just check us out on TikTok. Um, we're funny-ish. I don't... I'm Bold gonna, move. I'm not going to talk us up. Um, <laughs> I think we're funny. Bold move. <laughs> but we do post pictures of, and videos of our cats. Yes. So that's probably more important. Like the cat who just stopped recording. Stopped the recording. Bruno literally just took a bite out of our bookshelf. Oh, like, yeah. He ripped a piece off. Like, that's not me exaggerating. Like, he took a bite and ripped a piece of wood off of our bookshelf. Yeah. I, I'm baffled by that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin. Um, One last thing. Leave us a review. Justin, tell me what happened last time. Did you just ask people to leave a review and did not remind them of the rule? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Zero or five. Okay. Now tell me what happened last time. <sighs> it's kind of what the I whole I didn't say intro, be a horse. What the whole intro was. Did was you hear me? Was me not knowing. Did you hear my horse where joke? We, I heard your horse joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what horses say. We can stop recording. Okay. Tell me what happened. Just what you were. What do you remember? Where were we? Um, What's the last thing you remember? The insects, asking the insects their actual name. The bugs. Oh my god, that was so long ago. Really? I think that might have happened last episode, but it was like the beginning. Um, No, so remember they're in like the capital area now. The rebels are starting to infiltrate the actual capital area. Okay, so we fast forward in the movie a little bit for me. <laughs> are you Are you picturing it as the movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're back in the capital. PETA just got dropped off with them. Oh, yeah. He's like, hi, guys. And Boggs is like, yo, what the fuck? So that's actually where we start on chapter 19. So this part is now called The Assassin. Um, Chapter 19, Boggs is furious. I bet. He orders round-the-clock guards. Do you think Bruno's getting picked up? I bet Bruno's getting picked up. Um... And he takes Katniss for a walk, and he's like, Katniss, I will keep him contained. And Katniss is like, she's fucking blunt. She doesn't care. She's like, why does Quinn want me dead now? Yeah. (laughs) And Boggs is honest as fuck. He's like, well, she never liked you, one. And Katniss is like, yeah, I knew that. Um, But she originally, Quinn wanted Peta to come out of the arena, not Katniss. Mm -hmm. And Boggs is like, again, just as blunt. He's like, sometime in the near future, a new leader will be chosen. And Katniss is like, not me. And he's like, damn. We know that. Yes. Don't yep. worry about that. But you'll throw your support somewhere. Yeah. And if your immediate answer is not coin, you are a threat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, honestly, I can get 
that fear from coin yeah. still not cool well she wants to overthrow a fascist dictatorship with her own fa- to install her own fascist dictatorship it's kind of like how history's worked yeah yeah so Bach- <laughs> bruno wow. being so whiny um bog says the last thing katniss can do to help this rebellion is to die and Boggs is like, I'm not going to let you do that. You're going to have a long life because you've earned it. And she's now mad at Boggs because she's like, how can I betray him and steal the hollow to go and kill Snow by myself when yeah. he's being so kind? Mm-hmm. Um, she goes back and Jackson is like, I didn't put you in the... You don't probably don't remember. There's these capital people. They're Jack- Jackson, Mitchell, and Holmes. Is one of them gold? No, those are from the cap. Those are from the District Thirteen people, and then the capital oh. people are Marsala, Cressida, Pollux, and Castor, and then there's Finnick, Gale, and Peta. Now, there's a. Is, it's a I don't feel like it was that many people in the. It was. They just okay. what they really did was they um kept Jackson. She's just like a normal looking middle aged white lady. And she was the main, like, capital person in the movie. Mm. Um, I just wanted to say all those names because they're slowly going to start picking them off here soon. <laughs> and I want to read them as they go, so. Um, the 76th Hunger Games? <laughs> yeah, they already, yeah, remember that, yeah. Katniss. Um, so Jackson is Boggs' second in command. And she's like, I didn't put you in the rotation because I didn't think you'd be able to shoot PETA. Katniss wants to say something mean, um, which I totally get. Oh, shit, no, I'm going to shoot the fuck out of No, him. literally, she's like, I wouldn't be shooting PETA. I'd be shooting just another capital mutt. And Jackson's like, I don't think that actually makes you, like, a better per- candidate. Yeah, that's not, that's not better. That's not better. <laughs> um, but she eventually gets put in the rotation anyways. Gail and her talk about leaving, and he's like, I'm going to go with you if you do. And then her and Hamish eventually talk. Katniss is whiny, and Hamish is like, listen, Coin sent him to kill you, but PETA doesn't know that. PETA doesn't know anything. And you're mad at him, and you're punishing PETA for things out of his control. Yeah. And then Hamish, I I love this because Hamish kind of turns into, like, both her captain in this war and also, like, her dad slash even like brother and good friend. Almost a visor. Yeah. He's like, are you fucking moron? Like Peter doesn't know. Yeah. And so he's even like, have you flipped this scenario around? What do you think Peter would be doing? Yeah. She's silent because she knows that Peter would do literally anything in his power to get her back. Yeah. And she's just there mad at him. Yeah. Which is, they're, they're teenagers. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They're teenagers in a war. <laughs> I get her first thought not being, what would PETA do for me? Yeah. She wasn't raised with the golden rule, do unto others as you would have done unto you. You know, like, yeah. she was raised, I'm starving to death, and I could become a child prostitute. Yeah. So. She's a little scrappy. She's just a little. Which, at the beginning, I know I kind of blasted Katniss for that, and I still do. But again, like, she is only... She's just under 18 in, yeah. in this part of the book. Let's put ourselves in Katniss's shoes. I'm there, and they're too small because she's really tiny, and I have a size 10 foot. Don't brag, dude. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking about those dogs. 
see that's cringy oh speaking of cringy i was talking to my friend today at work um about food and i was like god i'm hungry i think i want alfredo and she's like oh my god i was listening to your podcast and you always talk about alfredo i was like i know i just really been in my alfredo era right now your fifth alfredo phase it's wednesday and i think i've had alfredo twice since sunday it's so fucking good and i might have to go gluten-free yeah the chickpea um noodles are just as good as regular noodles yeah okay Hamish ends their call saying that they made a both of them made a deal to try to save him and she needs to remember that and i'm like that's that was good advice from Hamish. like just remember that. hey Hamish, or not hey katniss we're still saving him yeah he's not gone he's mentally unhinged yeah um at midnight it's her turn to watch Peta, who is not asleep and after an hour of just silence, he's like, must have been hard for you to uh, decide whether or not to kill me after all those years. She wants to be mean. She's like, and then she's like, oh, hold that back. She's like, I never wanted to kill you. Um, I think that we're more just like allies at this point. And I also want to point out that Katniss has had a couple of probably traumatic brain injuries. And it is harder to... Um, have oh, i can't think of the word empathy well you don't have that extra filter that most people have yeah so like when she's like trying to be mean she's very impulsive is the like yeah frontal lobe injuries and traumatic brain injuries as a whole can change your um personality mm-hmm. and um i just i think that's like why she's like fuck and she's like oh well, wait wait a second don't yeah. don't <laughs> it is um what probably two from childhood rowdy child yeah then the first games where she got exploded yeah and then the second games where she also that explosion was worse too yeah and then she got blown up again i think in eight yeah and then shot yeah so she wasn't shot in the head no but i'm guessing the impact probably she hit her head at that Mm. point oh yeah even just a small little boink would in an already inflamed or Mm -hmm. easy to inflame area probably would have gotten her yeah second strike syndrome is no joke um after during this conversation peter gets like really whiny he's like i can't tell what's real or not and everyone's listening obviously like she could hear their like um breathing changed and finnick is like why don't you just ask that's what Annie does. Peter's like, I can't trust you. Jackson's like, you you can trust us. Like, we're your squad. We're the most squad. trustable you're going to be able to trust, you know? like. Did you hear my squad? Say it again. Squad. Oh, okay. So he starts to ask questions. And Katniss realizes how, like, she. this is when she's like, holy shit. Like, he can't trust. Like, he can't he trust busted. any of his memories. She's like, how would I feel if... I couldn't even remember if my mom loved me. Yeah. Which obviously Peter's mom didn't because he she beat the shit out of him. Yeah. But they talk about his favorite color being orange. She's like, no specific kind of orange. And she just like starts opening the floodgates. Like she's like, and you like always double knot your shit. Like she just gives him all these little bits of information. And she kind of gets really emotional and just goes to sleep. Nighttime. They invent the game, real or not real to play and help Peta gander on what is actually true cool game i mean pretty simple yeah is this real no 
they set up a rotation of guards so that Peter will always have either Finnick what? Pete's two truths and a lie with him about his life. Two truths and a lie. You won the first games. Um, where was I? Oh, so he'll always have Finnick, Gale, or Katniss with her and one of the District 13 guards so that he, he has someone who's like knows or like is a expert on his life in one way or another. Because, mm. like, Gail's the expert on, like, District 12, Finnick on his games, and then Katniss on him in general. Yeah. Which I think is a super, like, considering they were like, we'll fucking shoot you the night before, now they're like, okay, we're gonna pair you up with one of your buddies! <laughs> it's gal pal time. Um, they then have to film a complicated propo, because remember, they're just That's propaganda. what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the whole team, so Peter gets his gun taken away, which is fine. Um, and then he notices, like, during this, that Pollux, one of the cameramen, the insects, is an Avox. And he's like, the two Avoxes that served them, Darius and Laviana, were tortured to death. And he's like, she was lucky. And he's saying this completely matter-of-factly. He's like, she was lucky. They, t- they used too much voltage on her and she died really quick, but he was, he was fucking really bad and he starts freaking out he's like real or not real real or not real and Boggs is finally like to the best of my knowledge I think that's real and Peter's like I thought so there was nothing shiny about that memory and they kind of all like let it go like what but okay thinking he's just having a mo <laughs> they film this propo the camera crew gets them ready they are supposed to be a gunfire pod in a net pod And they'll have to, like, set them up in action mode with, like, fake smoke and all that kinds of stuff. And they action, it starts. They go into star-studded squad moment, and they do very good acting. And they're kind of, like, giggling. They're like, "Mm -hmm." and Box is like, pull it together. And, you know, they're all kind of being goofy. And he kind of takes a step back onto a cobblestone. And that's when he triggers the bomb that blows both of his legs. Shit. (laughs) Your face. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) You didn't expect that? I did not. You've seen the movies. I don't remember the movies. You don't remember Boggs getting his legs blown off? That's no. Like, that was a really sad moment. Because he's like... like. Is he going to be okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally survives. <laughs> Chapter 20. Their group's laughter quickly turns into screams as blood stains the stones and a second explosion hits. Katniss is able to reach Boggs first. She obviously can't really do much. His, like, one of his legs is completely gone, and the other one is just attached by sin- sinew. Is that too gross? Gross. Too gross? Not too gross. I didn't think so. It's not like anything like the word sloth. I hate that word. Don't talk. I can't. Really don't. Um, Boggs orders the hollow. He's like, or he tells Katniss, he's like, go get me the hollow. And this is... So I'm, I'm going to trigger warning these next couple bits. Um, we're reaching the end of the book. And apparently Susan Collins... No. Yes. Susan Collins was like, fuck these 13-year-olds reading the book. Here's trauma. It's like making um, a Disney movie that ends in a horror movie. No, literally. So um, Boggs is like, go get the hollow. And he's bleeding out. He's like breathing badly. And Katniss goes to find it, and after digging around in clumps of flesh, returns it to him. Holmes and um, Holmes is like a medical person with their team. 
has bogs and a tourniquet and like a blanket. And Finnick is attempting to um, resuscitate Masala, who was um, slammed against the wall during the second explosion. Mm. And Jackson is yelling orders. Basically, there's a lot fucking happening right now for a group that's just supposed to be the star-studded star, like shooting squad. But she kneels behind besides Boggs and she realizes this is a very similar role to what she played for Rue as Rue passed away in her first games. She's now going to watch Boggs pass away in her third games. And he transfers the security of the hollow over to Katniss. You remember what the hollow is? Yeah, it's the thing with all the information. Mm-hmm. Um, as he's doing this, like a sound hits and this weird, nasty, oily, black wave substance. It's like in a wave, like a tsunami, but super slow. A slow nami, you could say. Or you couldn't. I won't. Okay. <laughs> it begins to sprout from the street and they, they know they have to go. They move and another bomb starts to go off. She begins to drag bogs. But as she is doing that, she is yanked backwards and attacked by Peta, who is completely deranged and ready to slam the butt of his gun into her skull. Mitchell fights him off. Mitchell is another one of the capital, one of the district people. And Peta pushes Mitchell off him. And he, like, you know, a wrestling move. Not, it's not a real wrestling move. Maybe you played it when you were kids. But, like, one of you is on the ground and you kick the other one away. You have no? No. It's like airplane. Have you ever played airplane? Yeah, yeah. So, except for aggressive. Okay. So PETA does that to Mitchell, who then triggers another pod with four cables that pull him up. And they're all lined with jagged needles that, um, yeah, yeah it's, nice. it really happens quick, that instantly bloody him and he's gone. And the wave of tars coming for them, but they're able to get into a building. Castor and Pollux drag PETA, who's been restrained, and they just shove him into a closet. They get everyone who is still able um, to come, um, Gail pulls Mitchell in and they cover the door with towels because the fumes from that black oily substance are noxious. Mm. Boggs grabs Katniss and he says, don't trust them. Don't go, go back, kill PETA and do what you came to do. How are you feeling so far? I know it happens really quick. <sighs> really picked up there. Yeah. Um, Boggs is dead. They have to leave. There are obviously cameras everywhere. They probably, Gail's like, they probably triggered that black wave automatically when they saw it was us here yeah. in the square. But Jackson is confused. She's like, give me the hollow. And Katniss is like, no. She's like, give me the fucking hollow. Katniss is like, no, Boggs gave it to me. And Jackson's like, I don't believe you. Katniss is like, fuck, what am, I, what am I fucking supposed to say? She's like, I'm on a special mission from coin to kill snow. And Jackson's like, Okay, why is Peter here then? She's like, fuck. And Cressida hops in. She's like, oh, uh, Peter's been in poor Snow's personal quarters, so he might be able to lead them around the, the mansion. Kenneth's like, why is she sticking up for me? It's just all this, like, I think it's funny that this is happening when, like, people have just died, and Kenneth is like, I don't know, how do I lie? How's lying work? I don't know. Um, They head out with Holmes carrying Peter. Finnick grabbing Boggs's gun and Katniss leading them through the black goop because it probably disabled the pods ahead of them and most likely the cameras as well. 
Plus, in a stroke of luck, it doesn't leave footprints. Mm. It's kind of like Ublek. Yeah. Is how I imagined it. But I don't think you go down. I think it just has, like, the consistency of hard Ublek. Mm. It's a really thick Ublek. No, hard Ublek, like I just said. Not what you said, what I said. Cool. Which is why I said it that way in the first place. Cool. They camp... I you. They camp under um, in an abandoned apartment when another bomb goes off. Um, and they're like, oh, that must have been a couple blocks away. And they're like, that's where we left Boggs. And then an emergency broadcast pops on the TV and they're like, what the fuck? But Crescent is like, chill, chill, chill. All, all the TVs just do that. It's footage of them in their terror. Basically everything that I just described after Boggs has exploded. And Caster notices, he's like crazy there's no aerial footage their situ- their hovercraft situation must not be good like after we got two like they don't have any hovercrafts and Katniss is like huh I would not have noticed that Yeah. Um, but that is a good thing to note is that their hovercraft situation is zero <laughs> they are all pronounced or this isn't important enough which is not the case yeah Katniss is probably important enough yeah. They are all pronounced dead, which is lucky, but they all kind of think about how their families must be feeling, but also how the capital is happy. Mm. And they're kind of thinking like, what is my next move? What's our next move? They're talking about it and Peter wakes up and he's like, yeah, obviously your next move is to kill me. Yeah. Confusion. Confusion. America, explain. Don't worry, Peter will. Chapter 21. Peter is America. Peter. Chapter 21. They are all arguing against killing Peter whilst Peter is arguing to kill him. He's like begging. He's like, I don't want to be back in Snow's hands. And I literally just killed a member of our team. Oh, my breathing. But Gail promises. He's like, I will. I'm sorry. He's like, I will kill you before that. And he's like, Peter's like, no, I want a poison pill. And they're like, fuck you. They, that's like kind of all that happens is they're like, fuck you, Peta. Yeah. They search for food and find a shit ton of canned goods, like hoardage canned goods. And the District 13 soldiers are like, this is disgusting. And the Capitol's rebels are like, no, we're kind of supposed to hoard. Like when things started going a little south, they were like, yeah, just fucking do it. And while they're eating, the TV turns on again. And another broadcast shows the president, President Snow, who is congratulating the peacekeepers on their kill. But then President Coyne shows up and she's like, we loved Katniss. She was the best. Like, we are going to remember her. And we're going to bomb the Capitol because of her. And they're like, okay. They talk about their next steps. They can't go on the streets. They can't go on the roofs. So the next step is that they have to go underground, which they all hate, but it's ultimately the best decision. There are still pods underground, but less. Yeah. Peter won't budge and throws a fit, but eventually goes. So they go down into the tunnels via um, a, like, middle, like, there. there's a work path in the, in the apartment complex a little sewer boy well masala's like he's a capital rebel he's like this is why no one wants the center unit it's got workmen coming and going and there's no second bathroom and everyone's kind of like and he's like sorry 
But I just think that's so funny. It's like in the midst of this fucking war, he's like, and this is why no one wants the this apartment unit. sucks. <laughs> they head down in the tunnels when Pollock starts having a panic attack. Um, apparently, he was in the he was in the underground level for about five years when he first became an Avox before they were able to buy his way to the ground level, and he did not see the sun once. Jesus. And everyone's kind of like quiet and awkward silence. But then Peta's like, awesome, you are now our most valuable asset. Yeah. And he kind of like smiles. Katniss is like, oh, that's kind of like the old reassuring Peta that I remember. Like, yeah. Peta would have said, like the real Peta she, she remembers would have said something kind like that. Mm-hmm. I lost my hairband. They rest after about six hours of walking through these tunnels and she has a talk with Peta. I love how you just said that on our podcast. <laughs> what? I lost my hairband. I found it. Don't worry. Justin, stop. Seriously, stop worrying. Not worried. Justin, stop. You're literally so worried. Kind of more worried you said it. Than... Why? Why am I not allowed to say it? Um, It's distracting for our audience. You know what's distracting for our audience? What? You. No. <laughs> Take See it later, back. Loser. Take it back. Okay. After they're resting, she's talking with Pita, and she's like, what do you, do you mean earlier about the memory being shiny? And he's basically like, remember when we got stung and how everything just like felt weird and vivid and shiny? He's like, I have some of that feeling with some of my altered memories. And he's like, you know, there's something about how people don't grow, grow wings. And he goes, real or not real? <laughs> like as a joke. Then he's like, no, wait, seriously, people don't grow wings, right? Actually, um... He's like, just to confirm. And she has, like, a sweet moment with him. She brushes his hair back. And he doesn't really flinch. So he keeps going. She keeps going. And he asks, real or not real, you're still trying to protect me. And she's like, that's real. Which... And then then he bit a a little arm. (laughs) But like a little love bite or like I'm ripping a chunk of your flesh? Just a little bit of flesh. Just with the front teeth with chiclets. It doesn't count if it's just the chiclets. (laughs) They wake up and they hear something. So I'm going to trigger because this is the ickiest bit. That's a lie. But this next chapter is pretty icky. They wake up and they hear a sound. It's not like something they would normally hear underground because it's a hissing. It's a, hey guys, I'm outside in the sunlight. That's what they hear? No, it's... Because you wouldn't hear that underground. It's Katniss. Katniss. Through the tunnels. Cool. It's a hissing. And it's not like one thing saying it. It's multiple saying it. And they're just saying her name all throughout. It's bouncing throughout the tunnels. Nice. Ooh, the heebie-jeebies it gives me. Chapter 22, she now knows that they must have um, unveiled their last, like, location, and they know that they're all alive. They only found Boggs' body. So now Snow has unleashed possibly a mutt to kill her, and she's like, she hears, Katniss, but a lot closer this time. Yeah. Like, behind her close, like it's PETA close. Peta is also doing it in the same hissing, low tone. Cool. And she's about to kill him, but then he, like, snaps out of his trance, and he's like, you have to run! And she's like, why? He's like, I, I don't know what it is, but it has to kill you. Yeah. Your face right now, you are freaked a little bit. Yeah, it's spooky. <laughs> 
she's like, okay, let's split up. If it's after me, we got to split up. And they, like, load all their guns and they're like, yeah, no. Um, leaving PETA defenseless, but everyone, even the cam- cameramen, have guns. Yeah. They leave the room and the hissing becomes a lot more distinct, but still far away. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Please stop that, actually. And they're moving for a while. Again, very slowly because they have to disable pods. They have to, like, be very careful. Yeah. When they hear screaming begin. Loud screaming, guttural screaming, bouncing off the walls. And everyone's silent, but Peter goes, It's Avox's. That's what Darius sounded like. Which means everyone comes to the realization that they're not just after Katniss, but they might stop after getting her, but they're going to go for anyone in their way. Yeah. She's like, please leave me. And everyone's like, Fuck you. Yeah. But the hissing is much closer now. It feels above them, below them, and around them. Yum. Are you going to be okay? Because this next bit gets a little freaky. Okay. She's reevaluating the plan. They're at this pod called the Meat Grinder. Nice. <laughs> or they're, they're coming up on this pod called the Meat Grinder. When she starts to gag. And everyone starts putting their mask on. And she's like, no, no, no. It's not going to hit any of you because it only smells bad to me. And it's the smell of Snow's roses. Mm. They start moving, setting off pod after pod. And they actually almost miss a pod. And she has to get like pulled to stop because a tube of light has showed up with Masala in the tube, poised, captive with a scream on his face. And they watch as the flesh melts, melts off his body like a candlestick. And Peter is the only one in the right way. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's going to happen. Are you ready? Yeah. I have a, a bit I'm going to read directly from the... Oh, yay, a quote. <laughs> so then they start hearing gunfire, but it's not a pod. It's like a billion peacekeepers running for them. And they're outnumbered. They're like, shit, we have to fight. And then they realize they're not all peacekeepers and the peacekeepers aren't shooting at them. Oof. They see, and I'm going to read the chapter now. They are white, white, four-limbed, and about the size of a full-grown human. But that's where the comparisons stop. Naked, with long reptilian tails, arch back, and heads that jut forward. They swarm over the peacekeepers, living and dead, clamp their necks with their mouths, and rip off the helmeted heads. Apparently having a capital pedigree is as useless here as it is in thirteen. And it takes only seconds before the peacekeepers are decapitated. The mutts fall to their bellies and skittle towards them on all fours. Ugh. So talk for a minute. How do you feel? Gross. So they're like human-shaped alligators? Yeah, I guess that's pretty good. But they're they're white and they smell like roses. Cool. Which I hate. I hate that. A lot. It's me, the perfume killer. <laughs> I'm like a normal killer, but I have perfume. But there's like a bunch of them. Yeah. So like when they first saw the peacekeepers, Katniss was like, that's a lot of pe. That is not all peacekeepers. Yeah. They. Why are they walking like that? (laughs) They then realize they're like, we've got to go up. And Pollock starts leading the way. And um, I'm just going to go quick here. Katniss notices that League One and Jackson are not with them. And Holmes is like, they're there fighting them off. We cannot waste their lives. We have to go. 
Mm-hmm. Gale shoots an explosive arrows at the mutts, but they just, they keep fucking coming. And again, they're hissing, they're screaming her name, lashing out with their claws, their own tails, taking chunks of their own flesh out, sinking, like, st- their stinking lathered mouths are gross with the need to kill her. There are so many of them that she's very tempted to offer up her life. And she's actually frozen. Frozen. Um, Let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's thinking right now. But she's shoved up the ladder and she can sense some bodies, not enough. Um, as she reach goes up, she can sense Pollux, Pita, Cressida, and eventually Gale follows her. There's no one left. They're the only ones that made it. Gale is shredded with a wound in his neck. And a human cry comes from below and they're like, we have to go back. Someone's still alive down there. And Cressida, like, they're sitting there for like a minute while these creatures are taking care of what else was down there. Munching, you would say. Cressida shines a light down. And this is where she sees Finnick holding on as three mutts tear at his flesh. One yanking his head back to take the death fight. And she has a moment where she's looking in his eyes, remembering Finnick's life. And she watches like his life flash by with him in his last moments. Mags, he sees Beatty's cool ass trident and then Annie and it's over and he is decapitated. Jesus. She primes the hollow to explode, throws it down the manhole and a mass of human flesh and mutt flesh hits them as Pollux closes the cover. Pollux, Gale, Cressida, and Peta are the only ones alive. Oof. Peta is panicking. He's like, you have to leave me. You're going to turn out. I'm going to turn out like them. And she watches him and eventually just like kisses him. And he's he, she's like, please do not take yourself away from me. Stay with me, please. Yeah. And this brings him back around and he says, always. They head to the street and knock on a random apartment and a woman opens their door, opens the door. Her mouth drops. She's just wearing like a silk robe. She's got this gorgeous magenta hair. And as she opens her mouth to call someone, Katniss just shoots her straight through the heart. Damn, dude. (laughs) So how are you feeling? That was a heavier chapter. Um, Heavy. Yeah. Heavy chapter. Yeah. We done? No, we got one more. Oh. Is that all you've got, though? Mm. How'd you feel about the snake things? The snake lizard things? Oh, gross, gross, gross. I mean, some of the worst childhood, like, when I look back and think back on, like, book memories, I remember Glimmer's corpse mm-hmm. and the fingers and those things. You, okay, here's what, this is going to be gross, but I want to explain what they look like in my head. Go ahead. So, you know, albi- albino crocodiles? Yeah. So it's that, but, like, it looks like someone's wearing a crocodile jaw mask. Okay. And then has the scales going down their back and then a crocodile tail sticking off. But upright. Are they upright? No, they're crawling. Okay. And they have four arms instead of arms and legs. Okay, four human arms. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty close. I'd agree with that. In the yeah. movie, they just kind of portrayed them as, like, faceless white blobs. Do you yeah. remember that in the movie? Yeah. And I, I remember when I first saw that, I knew it was coming, and I was kind of like, oh, my God. But I was like, oh, those aren't nearly as scary as yeah. I remember. 
like half this stuff with this book like yeah. you're like oh that's not nearly as scary as i remember it being which is again interesting because this is a children's book yeah and they couldn't even make the movie that gruesome i'm not blaming susan collins it's kind of the culture of young adult yeah novels, she is though. not the one who's like this book will be for 13 year olds yeah she wrote this handed it to someone and was like my general age like i would probably read it is x to x mm-hmm. and they were like okay we'll go with the very bare minimum how about we subtract 10 yeah and who knows maybe suzanne collins wrote this and was like this will be perfect for 13 year olds yeah but but also it's just part of the culture of young adult books it's crazy i think it's also funny too that she's writing this book as like a pe- like not a period piece but like i guess a commentary on because remember she was skipping through the iraq war and like probably the bachelor or some shit like that mm-hmm. and she got this idea and she's targeting the people who watch those types yeah. of reality shows or like people who would watch the met gala and stuff yeah. like that it's like, hey, guys. <laughs> this, like, the idea of the capital is not as far off. Yeah. Like, a lot of this stuff is, like, they're not gonna, like, no one's creating weird crocodile mutts. Yeah. We don't have tracker jackers. We don't have a Hunger Games. We do have LSD and a good fist. And we do have child soldiers, like. Yeah. We recruit children right from high school into the military, like. We have hard propaganda. We just, we have our own version of these. I don't know. It's just, it, again, it, it always is weird to think this book is targeted to 13 year olds. It's like 40% true. Yeah. Do you know what else is 40% true? No. You say it, Blue. I don't know what's 40% okay. true. Just call, Google uh, 40% of all cops. Oh, something about cops. Yeah. All right. You ready to hit the last chapter? Let's do it. Okay, chapter 23. They wonder how long until they figure out some of them survived, because obviously they people down there were ripped to shreds. Um, but as they look out around them, they realize they are past the evacuation zone, and they are now in a busy section of the capital, and there are people, or like capital people around them. And they're like, shit. <laughs> um, the crowd is a good way to escape, since they don't have the hollow, like... Yeah. This is their best bet, and she knows somewhere. Like, Cressida's like, I have somewhere we can hide. Like, they're probably not activating pods here in the middle of the the evacuation. Yeah, they're not mowing down capital people. Yeah. They dress in the dead woman's clothes they find in her house, and Katniss wants to release Peter from his cuffs. Uh, they didn't find a dead woman in their house. No, from the they woman Katniss killed. They made a woman killed. dead yeah. and then stole her clothes. Um, She wants to let Peter go from his cuffs because his wrists are bloodied. And he's like, don't. It helps. Keep, the paint helps to keep me focused. Um, Cressida leads them to a storefront with mannequins in furry underwear. And she knocks on the door. And the person behind the counter is extremely strange. Her skin has been pulled back extremely tightly. She's tattooed with black and gold stripes. Her nose has been kind of Voldemort flattened. Nice. To the point where it barely, it like literally isn't even there. And she also has very long whiskers. Um, she introduced herself as Tigress. And the name rings a bell that she must have been a stylist in the Hunger Games at one point. She is one of Pluchart's people. She and Candace is like, fuck, she's gonna tell Pluchart, which means Coin's gonna know. Um, but she's like, she's our only bet. Mm-hmm. So Tigress leads them to a little crawl space and covers them up. 
And under there, there's, like, a bunch of her animal furs. Um, which is good because Vale... Vale. Vale. What? I don't... Gail? Yes, I misspoke. Okay. I, was, I, I needed water. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't You're like, know who is you... Vale? Who's this new character? They all just died. Yeah. <laughs> Gale is on the verge of collapsing. So they make um, a little bed for him, treat his wounds. And unfortunately, Katniss has to stitch him up. No, nothing. Just go for it. That's, what's a little sewing? And yeah. Yep. And they go to sleep. She tends to Peta's wrists. And she's like, you got to keep him clean for infection. And they have this, like, another sweet little moment. And Peter's like, I know what blood poisoning is, Katniss, even if my mother isn't a healer. He's like, real or not real, I said that to you in the first games. And Katniss is like, real. And he's like, real or not real, you also risked your life to get the meds to save me. She's like, real. And he's like, hmm, I'm tired. (laughs) Sleep time. <laughs> but I, I think that's sweet because he's slowly starting to get bits and bobs of him back. But mm. it also seems like being with Katniss is healing him. Yeah. And like, not that she needs to be there for him to heal, but it's helping. I mean, he she's a major part of his recent memories. Yeah. Like, how could that... Even if it, they're bad, he, she is a part of that. Yeah. So he can tell, hey, are these memories... Because he, he's also... She is part of the memories that the capital instilled. Yes. So, like, being like, hey, this didn't happen. This is the capital. Yeah. Like, that's that's not real. It's going to help so much in sorting out, like, finding the patterns of, like, yeah. the shininess of a memory. And even, too, like, this is showing him starting to trust her more. Because mm-hmm. he was like, what, how the fuck would I trust you guys? And now he's like just with Katniss asking her mm-hmm. trusting her that things are real or not real yeah they fall asleep and Katniss has a really stressful dream with Effie Trinket in and there's like a victory tour and like the schedule's changing a lot and it's very stressful but she wakes up from it and immediately goes in a sad girl mode because she starts counting the deaths of everyone who died Mitchell and Boggs were lost on the block Masala was melted by the pod. League One and Jackson sacrificed themselves. Caster, Holmes, and Finnick were decapitated by the lizards. Which means she's had eight people dead 24 hours. Which is one hell of a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh shit, I forgot. I also shot that woman. So that's nine people dead by her hands. Yeah. When, she wait- when everyone wakes up, she's like, I have a confession. Coin did not send me to s- kill Snow. And everyone's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We fucking know yeah, that. Yeah, dude. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, no, like, literally, like, you're literally so dumb. Of course not. Hey, hey, bud. No one believed and that. And she, like, refuses to believe Gale. So she's like, Pollux, Cressida, is this true? And they're like, yeah. And even Peta, like, joins in. And he says something along the lines of, like, he's like, you still don't know the effect you have on people. We all knew what we were doing, and we all believe you can kill Snow. Yeah. Which settles her a little bit. Which I think is so funny. She's like, nah, you got- I'm a good liar. You didn't know. And everyone's like, we oh, seriously did. You are was, a bad liar. It was liar. so obvious. They start- It's like when, it, when a, t- a toddler spills something in front of I you. I didn't do it. I just watched you do it. Nah, 
Yeah. It's like Bruno uh, 100% of the time. Like Bruno just biting, like ripping a chunk of wood off of our, it's not a chunk, it's a piece, but it's still a lot. It's like bigger than a toothpick. Fucking crazy cat. They start their planning. They're about five blocks from the city circle um, and Snow's mansion. They could walk there as long as the pods are deactivated because, but they're trying like, they're like, how do we get Snow out of the mansion? Blast him in the mansion, carry his dead body. Okay. Or just his head. On a pike. Bags usually better, just for like... Medusa purposes. You don't want anyone to turn to snow. True. I didn't even do that on purpose. That was good. That was a good one. (sighs) Blue's good one of the episode. Yeah. They eat with Tigress, who only eats raw meat. <laughs> Candace is like, that's so kinda, metal. Candace is like, that's kind of taking it a little far. <laughs> so metal, dude. But she did not contact Pluchart, which is a relief. The latest Capital News is playing, and they now know who's alive and who is dead, which means that Coin now knows that Katniss is alive still. Mm. And I'm wondering if the capital didn't announce that Katniss was still alive, that the next bombing wouldn't have happened. I'm wondering if Katniss was presumed to be dead if Coin would have still sent Prim. That's true. I don't know. I think she still would have. Because from her point of view, if she's covering this up, if Katniss is dead, there's no reason for the Capitol to bomb at all. Yeah. So, if the Capitol... Because the Capitol could be like, we didn't bomb our own people for no reason. Yeah. But if Katniss is still alive, they could have been like, oh, the Capitol bombed them to get to Katniss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That will all make sense in a chapter if you don't know what we're talking about. Um next episode yeah actually they keep working on a plan but eventually decide to go to sleep and she wakes up to Peta and katniss talking this is the funniest shit to me they're talking about how like Peta's like katniss still loves you and gail's like i don't believe it she kissed you pretty seriously in the quarter quell and gail's like i should have volunteered in the first games and Peta's like Katniss would have never fucking forgiven you for that. And Peta's like, I wonder how she'll make up her mind. And Gail's like, she's going to choose whoever she can't live without. And I'm like, what a fucking... That's how the chapter ends. But I'm like, what a fucking bat... Like, really? There is a war going on. Eight of your team have died in the last 24 hours. And you're really thinking about who's going to be... Like, who's going to be Katniss's love interest... And do you really think you're going to be alive in the next 24 hours for that to even be an option? I think that's just bad writing. Yeah, I think that in particular is bad writing. Like, it fucking real people would be hunched in the corner. Oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Like, am I going to live today? Like, I can see Katniss kissing Peta when he's freaking out after Finnick's death. Um, Kind of being like, get back in the game. But that's her way of showing him that. But this being Gail and Peter being like, well, I love Katniss. And Gail being like, no, I love Katniss. She was doing so good. She yeah. was getting me like grossed out. 
uncomfortable. There was I cried when I listened to Phoenix Death. What bam, young adult novel. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like really like there are serious things going on. Yeah. You're not thinking she's gonna pick whoever she can't live without. She you both could die. Everybody here could die. She could die. You could die. Your everyone could be dead. Yeah. If you don't focus up and pay attention, <laughs> literally. literally everybody could die. <sighs> so that's where we're going to end that. Justin, how do you feel about this? these bits of the book we just went over? Good, 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 good aggravating. Yeah, even the uh, gross, nasty lizard death scene. Yeah, hell yeah. Love felt those good about little that? boys. What about when Marsala got his... I um, want to retract my statement. Okay. Really. <laughs> I said little boys. <laughs> oh yeah, retract that. Even when Marsala got melted like a candle. Yeah. You felt good about that? That was pretty cool. What about the guy with the rope? The needle rope? Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Pretty baller. Um, well, we'll finish up the book next week. And we're going to do this new thing now, if you're still here. Thank you. But we're going to start doing this new thing now where we write our good Goodreads reviews on the books. Yes. In the last episode. Mm-hmm. And Justin's going to put together a uh, bonus episode where we write good good reads reviews for the books we've read previously. Yeah. Right? That's what we talked We're about. We're going to do Warrior Cats. Twilight's. Twilight's. And then the first two Hunger Games. And then the first two Hunger Games. Um, we might do some books. Miscellaneous books. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we, we can do our bonus episodes. Yeah, Ender's Game, Handmaid's Tale. But, yeah, we're going to do that. So keep an eye out for that. You can follow us on Goodreads, Reading Held Hostage. Um, but this will probably be, like, a one-time wrap-em-ups kind of thing. Yeah, that bonus episode will be a one-time, like, oops, we just decided to start doing it. And it's a good idea, so we're going to milk it for content. Yeah, and then as we continue, every time we read a book in the last episode, we'll probably write the good Goodreads review live. You want to do a different Goodreads? Uh, Lou sent me one. Yeah, I don't want to do Goodreads. I want to do something. Because Goodreads, I think, is owned by Amazon. Yeah, Big Bezos. Yeah. Um, But yeah, okay, so we're going to do that. So follow us on TikTok to vote on what book you want us to read next. Um, We also post our cats. Continue hitting the desk so it can go into the microphones. What were you saying? Okay. You finished the ending then. You did so good last time. Like and subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, like and subscribe. We're on the YouTubes. Um, and ring that freaking bell. We're on Twitter, but we never use it. Uh, we really just use TikTok because it's the only way to get popular nowadays. Um, <laughs> yeah, hit our reviews. Five stars or zero stars. Apple, Spotify, anything else? Yeah, yeah. whoever wants to make podcast highlights uh, for our TikTok, go ahead. I made a podcast, um, or I made a um, a fan edit for Hunger Games that was really good, guys. The one with the slap. Yeah. That one was really good. I don't know how to tell you about it more. Just go look at it. It's really good. We're going to do uh, Hunger Games Thirst Traps. I don't know how to edit that good. Do yeah, you? me neither. Uh, maybe we'll... Again, if someone wants to do it for us. We're going to use our, la- our $2 we've gotten so far. At this point in time, on the 12th of April, Whoever gets it to us first gets $2. Yeah, we will pay you the $2 in profit we've made. I know you're not supposed to talk about it, but I just think... I, I don't want to do this for money yet. I love it, and I'm having yeah. fun. And that's how we're going to end it. My name's Blue, and I love to read. My name's Justin. I'm so tired. And you're poopy.
Are you poopy? Deny it. No. 